you have to distinguish yourself so that you're top of people's mind. And that's what personal brand photography is. It's telling your story in a genuine, authentic way so that your people are drawn to you, not your people are totally repelled by you. And it's all about connection and building relationships and starting conversations, sharing bits about how you do what you do, where you do it, who you are, and then things about you as a person. Your personal posts will fly, will absolutely fly, have nothing to do with your business. They're not selling anything, but you will get so many more comments and engagement. But that's all it is. It's building relationships. And that's what, you know, brand photography compared to like headshots. Headshots literally is this is what I look like. It doesn't tell you anything about the person or their personality. Welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and I'm delighted you're here. The Audience Growth Podcast exists to help you learn how to use organic marketing. That's marketing that costs nothing or very little to grow your business. Far too frequently, small business owners spend lots of money on advertising without getting the results they were expecting and hoping for. And it doesn't need to be that way. So every week here on the podcast, we dive into strategies that will help you grow a business that's here for the long term. Sometimes on solo episodes and sometimes on longer guest episodes like this one. On today's episode, I'm chatting to Jerry Campbell. Jerry is a brand photographer and she and I have been working together for years. Jerry does a fabulous job of putting herself out there and getting visible. She creates really vibrant photographs for business owners who are ready to be their brand. Jerry is passionate about business owners being comfortable to be the face of their business, whether that's with professional brand photography for their website and socials, or by equipping them with the skills they need to master the art of business selfies. Jerry, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for inviting me on, Nikki. It's a real privilege to be on your podcast. I do love it. Listen to it every Friday. Oh, fabulous. I always love to hear that. (laughs) So I've been looking forward to this episode because something tells me that we're going to have a good laugh. You are not someone who takes life too seriously, are you? I'm not. Sometimes I think I should take it a wee bit more seriously than I do. I don't think I've ever really grown up, but no, I don't think life's to be taken seriously, to be honest. No, I take it seriously when I have to. Yeah, I was going to say, you do take your business seriously, don't you? I do take my business seriously, but still have fun doing the business and also with my clients kind of idea. Awesome. So let's kick things off. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what makes you different? This might be a tricky question, (laughs) but what makes you different from all the other brand photographers out there? Okay, so I'm Jerry Campbell and I am a brand photographer based in Glasgow. And I help creative entrepreneurs tell their story online, on their websites, everywhere that they want to promote themselves with vibrant photos that are full of their personality. And I think I am different to all the other brand photographers because there are so many brand photographers out there that are kind of the cut and paste photographers and they kind of show business owners doing random things that don't make any sense. And I'm very much about trying to tell your story in an authentic, genuine way that your people will engage with. 
Okay, so I'm definitely not going to ask you to name and shame, but let's hear about some of these random poses. Can you give us some examples? Well, there have been quite a few recently that I've just thought I don't even begin to understand this. And I saw a photograph of a business owner sitting in the middle of a bridge, you know, like a bridge over a river, and she was sitting mm-hmm. right in the middle of it with her laptop. <laughs> what the hell is Every she doing? Every day I do that, Jerry. <laughs> Every day. Well, I know. We all do it, but... I was surprised there weren't more people on the bridge that they had to move. But it's just random. It doesn't make any sense. And nobody believes it. And your photos and your stories have to be believable, not just pretty. Absolutely. But you haven't always been a photographer, have you? (laughs) No, I've not. I am a qualified management accountant. And I was a really bad qualified management accountant. (laughs) And I left that. 27 years ago, actually, this month to go on maternity leave. And in a funny way, I'm still on maternity leave because I didn't ever go back. I stayed at home and I had three children very quickly. I had three under four and I stayed at home with them. And then I started this business nine years ago. Amazing. So you are a member of my business accelerator, The Charge. I am. And I know from working with you, just how much effort you put into your marketing. But what would you say is your priority when it comes to the time that you spend on your marketing? So I think my priority is putting myself out there and kind of building relationships with my audience. So I put myself out there a lot. I do reels, I share tips and all that kind of idea. So I think that's my focus I've kind of started recently doing a bit more of networking, mm-hmm. which I am enjoying. And I'm now kind of trying to build an email list as well. So this is all very grown up stuff. <laughs> I quite like the fun stuff of just, you know, putting myself out there and building relationships with my audience so that when we come to work with each other, it's as if we know each other already or it's as if they know me Which I love, but it's interesting to hear you describe it as the fun stuff because I know that there will be people listening who are like, that is the stuff that I hate. So how have you managed to make making reels (laughs) and so on enjoyable? So I think what I do is I completely forget that anybody's going to watch these. (laughs) And I kind of just entertain myself and I laugh and, you know, if I do something wrong, it really amuses me. And obviously when I started, I started doing Facebook Lives way, way, way back. And I was, I mean, seriously shocking. It was the most (laughs) embarrassing thing. And I was trying to be somebody that I wasn't, whereas now I'm quite happy with who I am. And I, I think I'm quite authentic. And I think, you know, people will see me for what I am. And that is going to attract my people. And it's also going to make people that don't want to work with me say, no, thanks, she's not for me. I'm also 56. So it's maybe an age thing that I kind of now don't really care. Yeah. You know, I, I know that when I was younger, I really did care. And I know, you know, people that are younger kind of still have that confidence. And, you know, what will people think? People are too busy thinking about themselves to think about you. Mm. I think it is an age thing because. I've certainly found it easier not to care as I've got older as well. But I don't think there's any shortcutting that process, is there? No. Yeah, when I look back, I think, well, what was my problem? Why did I care? You know, when you you realise that nobody is actually watching you, 
or nobody cares because they're so self-involved, we all are so self-involved, that then you start to think, well, fine. And I don't care what family and friends think, you know, that kind of, I, I don't, and a lot of people I know have this kind of like, I, I don't want to be silly and why people will think, who am I to put myself out there? Mm-hmm. Well, you're trying to build a business. That's what you're trying to do. So you have to weigh up what's more important to you. Yeah, a hundred percent. I was going to say, I think maybe the only way to shortcut that feeling of confidence is to just start where you are now. And like you said, you were doing Facebook Lives for years. I was doing Facebook Lives for years. And at the beginning, of course, we were awful. I'm sure you've heard me tell the story that the first time I went live, I didn't even go live because I was so scared. I pre-recorded it all and then hit publish. (laughs) (laughs) But we kept showing up. We kept doing it every single week. And eventually you become okay with it. Yeah, it's the same as anything, isn't it? The more you do something, the more you get comfortable with it. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't like to see myself or I don't like to hear my voice. I mean, I've got the huskiest voice in the world and I used to hate it, but now I just think, well, it's my voice. I can't do anything about it. So I'm quite happy. A great tip actually is if you don't like looking at yourself, put a post-it note over the screen. (laughs) You can't see yourself then. (laughs) That's a good idea. Do you know what I mean? Because people get all like, oh God, look how I look. And they're all a bit kind of like, oh, stiff. And what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes the worst part is if you catch your own eye, isn't it? (laughs) And then you just throw yourself off completely. So I might try that post-it note. (laughs) It's a great one. I don't do it anymore because now I don't even care. But it also makes you look at the camera rather than at yourself. You know, so looking at yourself can be a bit you know, you start to kind of go, oh, and then you're trying to stand with your chin all kind of, so you don't have that double chin and oh God, you know, nobody's caring. Nobody cares as much as you care about what you think you look like. So very true. Okay, so let's talk about brand photography then. What do you class as brand photography versus other types of photography in case anyone's listening and wondering what the difference is? Okay, so I see personal brand as the marketing of you. We're all, well, most, I I don't know, are most of your listeners actually like small business owners? Yes. So if you're a small business owner, then you are your business and your business is you. So you have to be the face of your business. You have to put yourself out there and be your own USP and show everybody why they should work with you or buy from you or, you know, whatever you have to offer. Because for me, for instance, there's thousands of photographers Mm-hmm. And they're all very good, though some are not so good. But, you know, like, so you have to distinguish yourself so that you're top of people's mind. And that's what personal brand photography is. It's telling your story in a genuine, authentic way so that your people are drawn to you, not your people are totally repelled by you. Mm-hmm. And it's all about connection and building relationships and starting conversations, sharing bits about how you do what you do, where you do it who you are, and then things about you as a person, your personal posts will fly, will absolutely fly, have nothing to do with your business. They're not selling anything, but you will get so many more comments and engagement. But that's all it is. It's building relationships. And that's what, you know, brand photography compared to like headshots. Headshots literally is, this is what I look like. It doesn't tell you anything about the person or their personality. And another thing that people are really scared to do, just to pick you up on the point about personal posts flying, another thing that people are scared to do is to share their opinions (laughs) in case they're too divisive. But opinion-based posts will also absolutely fly, won't they? 
Yeah, divisive is good. That's what you want. Nobody wants vanilla with this yeah. just kind of merging into everything else and it's all just all a bit boring. Be divisive. Tell your story. And the other thing that scares business owners when you talk about this is they think they actually have to spill their guts and share 100% of their life, which you don't. You decide what you're going to share. Absolutely. And then that's what you share. And it's a, it's a tiny bit of your life. It's a tiny bit. I always liken it. Well, I always think to myself about the example of going to the gym. So I go to a gym and they quite often take shots of us doing our workouts and then they'll share them on stories and I'll reshare them. Yeah. That's totally fine because I'm quite happy for people to see me working out, working hard at the gym. Yeah. But when I come home and take my clothes off and have my shower, I ain't sharing that. <laughs> no, but so many people, like I go to the gym, like you, you go to the gym early. I go to the gym early as well. So you have people going, oh, I go as well, or I walk the dog at that time or something. Or then you get people saying, I wouldn't get out my bed at that time. It's all just conversations. It's not like, well, I can't talk to you because you go to the gym at seven. <laughs> or, you know, you're just sharing a bit about your life. Yeah. You know, nobody knows 100% about my life and they, <laughs> they wouldn't want to know 100% of my life either. I don't share everything. I never do. I wouldn't do that. My big thing is I've got lots of different pairs of glasses. Mm -hmm. I go to the gym, I share the dog, and I sometimes share bits about the family. And then I also have eat sweets and crisps on a Friday. The post I post about what crisps I'm having on a Friday. <laughs> Honestly, everybody's like, oh, no, I don't like frazzles. I much prefer this. And, you know, why are they caring what crisps I'm eating? <laughs> you know, that kind of, but then they will say frazzles. I hate frazzles. And you're like... Well, we can't be friends anymore because you don't. <laughs> They're secretly hoping you bring frazzles to your shoot, I think. <laughs> I would bring frazzles to every shoot. <laughs> okay, so talking about shoots, let's see. Can you share some of the things that you do to help people really pull out their personality during a shoot? Because you've talked about that. But how specifically do you help people with that? Okay, so I speak to somebody before they even book and we see if we are a good fit for each other because I am not the photographer for everybody. I won't bring out the best of everybody and they won't bring the best out in me. So we have to work together. And then once we've decided that, yes, we want to work together, I send a questionnaire, which is all about them and their business and their ideal clients and their brand and their brand values, all that kind of idea. And I also set up a shared Pinterest board where I get them to pin any and lots of photos for whatever reason. It can be just that they like the background or they like the colour or they like the way they're sitting or the kind of feeling that, that the photo is evoking. And then a couple of weeks before the shoot, we have a pre-shoot call. We go through the questionnaire. We go through the Pinterest board about why, what it is about the photos. We then go through the props. We go through the outfits. We go through the locations that we're going to use so that on the day... We both know exactly what we're doing. And that time, again, just gives you time to build a relationship with each other so that when I arrive, wherever I'm going, it's not that kind of daunting, oh, hello, I'm Jerry, and no, it's all a bit stiff. They obviously are feeling kind of a wee bit nervous because it is a nerve-wracking thing to do to get your photographs taken. But they get into it quicker than they would do had they not spent that time with me, had they not prepared, had they not known what was going to happen and the other thing I do throughout the shoot is I show the back of my camera all the time because what I think is a good photograph of you 
might be not what you think is a good photograph of you because again we're also self-critical I don't want somebody to get their gallery and them to say I don't like these because it is a big investment Mm -hmm. of time as well and preparation time Mm -hmm. you know people go away and get their hair done their highlights their nails done yeah outfits they've chosen it all they've prepared everything they've cleared their space and so there's a lot of time invested as well as money invested you want them to be excited about getting the photographs so I show them all the time and if I show them the back of the camera and they're a bit like "Mm, absolutely I don't want a "Mm," you know sometimes I get a okay and I'm like is that a good okay (laughs) and then somebody will say oh that's fine and I will say we're not doing fine. I don't want fine. I want a, oh, wow, I love it. And we get there, but we keep working to get it so that they love their photographs and they can't wait to post them all over and build this recognition, this kind of brand recognition and let people see who they are and what they're all about. So we work together. There's a lot of hand-holding from start mm-hmm. to finish. So you're getting constant feedback throughout that shoot. Well, actually, you're getting constant feedback from the minute you send that form or the minute you have that first call, aren't you? Yes, because sometimes, I mean, I'll speak to people and I'll think I'm definitely not the photographer for you. They're quiet and I'm not that, I don't go in and I'm all like bubbly, bubbly. Like a children's TV presenter. (laughs) I don't come in bright colours and (laughs) with a bow tie that spins around and all that kind of stuff. No, but I want there to be a bit of chat, have a bit of a laugh. And if you don't have that, if somebody's, a wee bit quiet and a wee bit they need a photographer that's a wee bit quiet and that will kind of get the best out of them that way so there's a lot of hand-holding there's a lot of are we right for each other because it is a huge thing you've got to like your photographer it's a very intimate time that you're spending and you're also putting yourself in their hands because we all know if you see a bad photograph of yourself you know it's really not good yeah they really need to trust you don't they yes they need to trust that I get them, that I know, you know, what their hang-ups are. I mean, we're all the same, no matter what shape or size or age, we're all the same. Men don't seem to have this, what we have. Men just think, take my photo. And you show them the back of your camera and they're like, okay, that's good, because that's what I look like. That's because men don't get judged in the same way as we do. No, but yeah, absolutely. But it is incredible to see the difference and actually I spoke to somebody yesterday and she was telling me that she had had headshots done and she didn't like them and I knew when she was telling me she was like oh they're just not good and and I knew she was going to tell me it was a male photographer and not that I'm not dissing male photographers in any way but I just don't think they get the hang-ups that we've got so they won't work with them. Yeah I mean I am going to go off on a slight tangent here purely Mm -hmm. because I read an article not long before coming on to chat to you. I don't know if you've seen it. Amanda Holden posted a photo of herself in her bikini. I think she posted it on social media. She looks phenomenal. Yeah. And I'm not even going to say the man's name. Absolutely despicable man who I think is in jail right now has commented and said, oh, you're a wife and a mother. You shouldn't be displaying yourself like that. Like, no wonder we worry as women, about the photographs that we are putting out there in the world when we get comments like that. But we give ourselves these comments as well. (laughs) We are very hard on ourselves too. And we would never say, you know, sometimes you see a photograph of yourself and you think, oh God, look at me, I'm ancient. You're never going to say to somebody, oh, look at you in that photo, you're (laughs) ancient, you know, whatever, or you look like you've put a couple of stone on, you know, 
Why is it acceptable to speak to ourselves? And you probably wouldn't even think it when you're looking at somebody else. Whereas you would be so critical when you're looking at yourself. Oh, that is the thing. I mean, I used to not get in any of my family photographs. I was taking them. So it was all of the three children and my husband. I didn't appear in in any of them. And it wasn't until my daughter said to me when she was about 15, she said, if anything happens to you, mum, it's as if you don't exist. (gasps) And you know that way you just thought, Oh my! So I booked a family shoot, and I Did said you? to the photographer, huh? and I said to the photographer, "I want to be in every single photograph." <laughs> and my daughter's like, <laughs> "Get out!" Here we are, <laughs> and I am. I'm in every single one. All of us individually, you know, everything. Because I just thought, how terrible is that? And it's not as if your children aren't thinking, "Oh, mum, you're a bit porky," or <laughs> you know, they're thinking, "Oh, look at that cuddle, and she's so happy, and she's." Yeah. Oh, honestly. So we just need to get in the photos and stop this. Especially as women business owners. Yes. People aren't looking at your photo thinking, well, I don't want to do business with her because she's not shifted her Christmas weight. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just... You would hope They want to see, do they like you? No, but well, you don't want to do business with them if that... But they just want to see what you're all about and, you know, are you their person and, you know, would you get on and... Yeah, it's Are about you an personality, in your field? isn't it? Of course it is. Of course it is. Nothing to do with what you look like. Yeah. So in terms of shoots, something that I always struggle with, and we've talked about the fact that random locations like the middle of bridges are is probably not the answer, but something that I do struggle with is locations. Yeah. Because, you know, I live relatively near a beach. Yeah. Am I down on that beach every single day? No, I'm not. You know, I'm there kind of often. So I think, oh, well, that might be quite nice. Yeah. Um, I'm not really a particular fan of my garden. So I don't really Mm -hmm. want pictures in the garden. So I just end up with a lot of photographs of me kind of at work. Yep. But what are some of the ideas that you come up with with clients that are, and I would say that product-based businesses have it a bit easier than service-based businesses when it comes to photography. Yep. But any type of business, what are some of the ideas that you come up with in terms of locations that are perhaps not as literal as me at my desk, but not as random as me in the middle of a bridge? Okay. So when I speak to my clients beforehand, when we go through the stories, so, you know, you're always there with the, the wallpaper in your office. So you would want to have photographs of that. But you're saying you've got a beach and are you at the beach? No, because you wouldn't be sitting with your laptop on the beach. (laughs) But you take your dog for a walk on the beach. Yes. So you can have photos of you literally walking on the beach with a dog or throwing a stick for a dog, talking to your dog, sitting on the beach with your dog beside you with you like ruffling their ears. And so there's a location right there. It makes sense. You're not going to be on the beach with your laptop. (laughs) You might be on the phone, you might be scrolling on your phone, so you can do those kind of ones that, you know, uh, I took a quick call or whatever. There are different locations in your house or in, you know, your workspace, but you can also have different shots of your workspace. So you can have a, you know, a very kind of wide shot, you're very small in it and it's showing you, and then you'd come in, come in, come in, come in, and then it's like just your hands doing whatever you do, whether it's your writing, you know, if you say you're like, a florist or something like that. It could be like you cutting the flowers, putting the ribbons on, you know, arranging them. There's so many things that you you don't need to be in every single photo of your brand photos. 
you know, it needs to be your hands. It needs to be your location. But your locations just need to make sense, as do your clothes in those locations. Yes. You know, you, you wouldn't be on a beach with your, like, Sunday best on. You know, you'd be on the beach maybe with your wellies on. <laughs> now you're speaking to the Scottish audience. Yeah, well, yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Wellington boots. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking weather-wise. <laughs> oh, weather-wise. Summer or winter, it doesn't yeah. matter. You, it's the same weather, it just is a wee bit colder, a wee bit warmer, but still rain. But, you know, the clothes have to make sense in your location as well. You want to look the best version of yourself. You want to have, you know, painted nails or your hair done and whatever. Have clothes on the beach that would make sense. Have clothes when you're working that make sense. Have clothes when you're meeting friends that make sense or you're out for a coffee. Everything has to make sense or it becomes unbelievable and it becomes a wee bit insta-perfect And a bit contrived, isn't it? Yes, yes. And actually, it's having that range of photographs that is so helpful when you're trying to create content, isn't it? So it's not just you at work because hopefully you're not always talking about what you're doing on your daily work schedule hopefully you've got other things that you can talk about and it's great to have a range of photographs that are appropriate for different scenarios isn't it yeah and a lot of like business owners when I speak to them there everybody always says oh there's nothing interesting about me I don't do anything and then in the course of the conversation they'll say something and you're like oh hold on a minute (laughs) rewind And it can be something like, I go away in my camper van every week. Mm. Okay, you've not mentioned a camper van at any point. (laughs) One girl was like, I've got a hat collection, I wear hats. Okay, that was actually at the end of her shoot, which was quite annoying because then we had to get more hats in and do all that kind of thing. But it's these things that people are just like, oh, where do you go in your camper van? Or I've got a camper van. Or, you know, it's that just showing. Because camper vans for me is my idea of hell. But... It would interest me. I'd be like, oh, how long have you had it? Where do you go? Do you sleep in it? I kid myself that I would like to have a camper van. And I know what would happen. It would just sit parked outside my house. But everybody's got something that they do that's interesting to other people, whether it's because they do it themselves or it's because it's like, oh, I've never heard of that or Mm -hmm. I don't do it. It's like um, a lot of people do the cold water swimming, you know, the... Yeah, not for me either. must be slightly insane. (laughs) But... I've photographed women, not, they've not literally been in the sea, but it can be that they're get, you know, putting their gloves on or they're putting their bobble hat on or starts conversations, then that you must be insane to be going into that water <laughs> or I do it too or how long do you stay in for this morning? You know, that all conversations and it's all letting your audience know more about you as a person as well as a business owner. So we've talked about some of the things that make... For memorable shoots, can you share some of your most memorable shoots and what's made them stand out in your mind? So I love working with colourful, creative entrepreneurs. And I don't mean they don't need to be creative in their job, but they're kind of creatives and they're very comfortable in their own skin. They're, They're now at a stage that they're wanting to show exactly who they are. Their business is maybe a wee bit more established. I just love ones that are colourful and creative and happy to go with whatever. And, you know, just trust me enough. I've yet to meet anybody that's not a 14-year-old girl that likes getting their photographs taken. (laughs) None of us like it. So some people see it as like, okay, I need to do this. So I may as well get it done and get it done well. and, And then I've got them kind of thing. And then they start to get into it and they then embrace it a wee bit more. And I mean, there was one, this artist that I've worked with, I've worked with her a few times now. She's been part of my subscription package. And 
she's got so many strings for both really successful businesswoman and artist but she's just color literally she's just like a you know like a palette kind of thing you know literally her hair everything the most amazing shoes that you've never seen before that are like a piece of art themselves and so she's just like and her chat was great and we just had such a good time together we we bounced off each other and then she was just like right okay so I want you to do this and then I'm doing this and and she just is like right okay I know that I know that you've got this so it's fine we're good we're good to go she now trusts me and is just like right let's do this and we'll get it done and she just takes me our blocks of whatever's new coming up and then we're good to go think that that is the joy of working with somebody on a longer term basis isn't it you get to know each other really well and they trust you and then you can be more creative because they're going to be more yeah. open to your ideas absolutely okay so we've touched on this briefly but let's talk about money because it is no matter who you book to take your brand photography for your business, it is a pretty serious amount of money for a business owner to consider spending. You're going to have to think about it. Yeah. So going back to your accountancy days here, Jerry, how can people expect to get a return on that investment? So all the business owners that I have photographed and I've spoken to afterwards have all said that by having their professional photographs, it's taken them up to the next level. They're now showing that they are the expert, that they want to stand out, that they can deliver what they say they're going to deliver. And their website's really professional and their socials are really professional. And they've all increased their prices by having these professional photographs. Because I've said this to you before, if your photos look a bit shit, your business looks a bit shit. Yeah. And you just look a bit amateurish and you look like you're playing at it. And it looks like it's a bit of a side hustle kind of idea. So if you're not taking your business seriously, nobody else is going to take your business seriously. So by investing in these photographs, and it is a big investment, but it's not a cost. You know, it's going to help your business. It's going to make you stand out. It's going to show you for who you are. You're not going to be bland and vanilla and just... Well, as long as you choose the right photographer, whoever that is for you, you know, I mean, you might like the kind of greyish vanilla look. (laughs) And that's not a bad thing if that's what, do you know what I mean? If that's who you are, it just would drain the life out of me trying to photograph that. So that's why we would be a mismatch. But they've all been able to increase their prices. They said they've all you know, are taken much more seriously and they feel like they're playing with the big boys now or the big girls rather than kind of just the kind of coming in at the entry level and and seeing what happens kind of idea. It is an investment and obviously people have their levels and, you know, but my tip would be to push yourself as much as possible to get the right photographer. And what if somebody is listening to this and thinking, you know, maybe they're very, very new to business Or maybe, you know, things have slowed down for some people at the moment. So if someone's listening and just cannot justify the cost of a brand shoot right now, what advice or solutions do you have for them? So my advice would be, you still have to be visible. You still have to be the face of your business. Don't use the lack of money as an excuse because you're not visible, but your competitors will be visible. So You need to put yourself out there one way or the other. So we've all got phones. 
The only piece of equipment I tell people to buy is a selfie stick with a, you know, with a tripod and an angled head and with a Bluetooth doodah in your hand. And that's all you need. Window light, you don't need a, you know, a ring light or any fancy lights. Window light's the kindest and the cheapest. So you want to do that. And you just want to put yourself out there. As we've discussed, nobody is, you know, critiquing. You just make sure that they're lit the right way and that you're happy to do that. I have a course, How to Be Your Own DIY Brand Photographer, where I have videos on angles, lights, locations, props, poses, everything that you would need to take your own photos so that you have professional looking photos. These would only be good enough for your socials, but putting yourself out there and just keeping the consistency going. And if they're all taken with the right light, right angles, you're happy to post them then that's going to help you until such times as you can afford a brand photographer. But a photographer should be up there in your marketing budget or whatever. You know, if if you're going to have a website, please don't use really rubbish photographs. People have got what, I mean, how many seconds is it people make their first impression? Oh, it's like three or something ridiculous. Probably less now. It's not, uh, it's ridiculous. So if they come on yours and you've got a stretched, blurry, you know, cropped in headshot from a Saturday night with the girls, that, <laughs> you know, it's, they're off. They're going to find somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Even though you could be the top of your game, the best one to go to, it doesn't look like you are. Yeah, completely agree. And actually learning about lighting and angles and all those good things is what's going to help you become more confident and you're not going to second guess yourself all the time and having this bank of photographs that you can use means that you're not only going to be more visible you know like you say on your website on your socials you're also going to be ready for any opportunities that come along so if you are trying to DIY your PR for example which I always recommend then the first thing that people are going to ask for in terms of journalists you know if you submit something they're going to come straight back and they're going to want professional high-res photographs of you, portrait and landscape. And if you're really serious about growing your business, you want to be putting together all of these things in a pack so that you've got your photographs are ready. You just send them that one link. You've got your media pack. And lo and behold, your dry spell (laughs) or your kind of lull will be over before you know it because you will have made back your investment. Okay, I'm sold. (laughs) Another tip for if somebody's starting out is Don't have a logo as your profile photo. Yes. So tell us about that. Tell us about that. So if you have a logo, like you can't connect with a logo, you just want a nice headshot. You can have a cup in your hand. You can have a, like mine's got a camera in my hand because I'm a photographer. Do you know what I mean? People just want to see who is Jerry Campbell Photography. They don't want to see a logo. Like, what does that mean? It means absolutely nothing. What about for product-based businesses though? that are maybe dealing with wholesalers and suppliers and things like that? They're trying to grow their brand. I think product-based businesses are slightly different, but I still think there's a personal brand in there. I was thinking earlier about a product-based business, and I was thinking, you know, like if you're, I don't know, like if if you've got a shop and you sell clothes or you sell interiors or you sell, you know, soaps and all the rest of it, you wanting to put yourself out there and show how you would use it why you would use it what it does you know videos of you kind of like putting stuff on or you know 
I love nothing better than videos of clothes shop owners when they put stuff together. Yes, I love those. You know, and it's like, well, I would do this and I would put that and oh, if I change this top and I put this top and you think, well, I'll go and buy that whole outfit. <laughs> but yeah. whereas you've been in shops before or you've been something and you think, well, I'm not giving you any money because you've not helped me mm. in any way. You still have to show yourself as the expert. I mean, I know big corporates and everything don't want to just have, you know, like a personal brand, but... You think about like Virgin, Richard Branson, he's got the biggest personal brand in the world, Apple, Steve Jobs, you know, they still are building their personal brand, even though they've got this huge company. And it's the stories of these people and how they've built these amazing businesses. That's what we want to hear, isn't it? Of course it is. Yes. Which is interesting to all of us and we know about their lives and whatever. So you have to get round it. But I still think if you could be holding the product or you could be using the product, you know, if you were cream or whatever it could be like a photograph as if you're tipping the bottle do you know what I mean like yes yes I know what you mean kind of make a story out of it I mean I know it's just a wee tiny square but you want to be quite big in the square okay so final question then Jerry. whenever any of our mutual connections work with you and I hear them talk about the experience they always talk about how different your photographs are and how much happier they are than previous photography that they've had done because you've managed to do all of the things that we talked about already and really capture their personality. So where can the people listening find examples of your work? And I do just want to say as well that although you're based in Glasgow, you literally travel all over the country to take people's photographs, don't you? I do. I'm going to Shetland in September for the second time, which is the furthest north you can go before you hit Norway. Amazing. Yeah, so I do. I will travel anywhere. And if anybody wants me to go to Mallorca or something like that, I'm, <laughs> I'm more than happy to do that too. <laughs> I might just speak you to take photographs of me in Mallorca. <laughs> yeah, let's just go to Mallorca, yeah. Nikki. I might bring my camera, I might not. So my website is jerrycampbellphotography.com and I'm most active on Instagram where I share examples of my work and I also share a few tips and tricks for posing for you know how to take a photo how to you know use your iphone that kind of idea and you have had some reels go viral on there as well haven't you? <laughs> i have i've had reels go viral on instagram but my reels on tiktok i've had one that's had just over eight hundred and forty thousand views wow <laughs> honestly it's bizarre but these are all like ones about just how to get a better photograph of yourself how to get a better selfie how to stand, how to just wee tweaks that are going to just make the, the biggest difference. So you give away loads of that for free on your socials. I do. And I do. tell us about your services. So I obviously do one-to-one. -one. So I do a brand photography package, take photos. I've got a subscription package that you can take over the course of 12 months, which makes it much more affordable. But it also means you can spread your photographs if you've got different strands to your business or if you're more a kind of seasonal business, it's good for that. And I also have a course as well, this course, How to Be Your Own DIY Brand Photographer, which just bite-sized videos. If you just work your way through them, it's an hour long. Within an hour, you'll know exactly what to do. And it'll save you lots of time of, of that frustration of that, wanting to throw your phone out the window because you've got not a clue what it is that you're doing wrong, but you keep doing the same thing. 
Or you've just ended up with a big moon face like mine. <laughs> yes. You're just like, oh, yes. I actually don't mind posting photographs of, you know, I, I seem to have this kind of like, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't care if it's good or bad or whatever. But Well, you know what you're doing. You have an unfair advantage. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But it really will build your confidence and having these confidence to post them will increase your visibility, become the face of your business, and then your business will grow and you'll stand out and be top of your audience's mind as and when they're looking for what you offer. Jerry, thank you so much for joining me today. I've really enjoyed chatting to you outside of our regular calls. And if people want to find out more about you, the best place is your website. What was the link again? jerrycampbellphotography.com Fabulous. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Nikki. Speak to you soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Jerry. I'll be back, as always, next Friday, this time with a solo episode, and I'd love to see you back here then. Have a great week, and I'll see you next Friday. Until then, take care and keep marketing. <laughs>